Hey, what's up, campers? We have stumbled upon lucky number day 13 of Camp One Clap Fun on the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast. And today we're back to help interpreters survive in the speech and debate wilderness this season. I'm your camp director, Lyle Wiley, and camp counselor Izzy Garcia is back to assist in the navigation of the spooky world of Interp with episode two of the Interp Survival Guide entitled The School in the Round. Quick reminder, check the One Clap socials for today's social media challenge topic. Also, the ABCs of debate with Professor Graham and Kevin continues to drop banger after alphabetical banger for debaters to learn from and enjoy. Okay, friends, the dangerous world of Interp is before you, but help is at hand. It's time for episode two of the Interp Survival Guide with Counselor Izzy Garcia. Hello, Rico Richardson back again to teach you how to cheat several high school students out of concession stand money. You know the saying, Rico loves his nachos. (coughs) I need to get that checked out. Hello, Camp Counselor Izzy back again with the Interp Survival Guide. We started last week talking about the basics of preseason survival, getting organized, managing stress, and being fabulous while doing it all. Today is going to be a little bit more dense. We're going to be talking about the basics of surviving a tournament as an interpreter and how to survive the round as well. We know speech kids. They talk to walls, play weird instruments, and can mimic several different animal noises in the span of three minutes. Plus, if you talk to a drama kid, you'll be able to uncover the dark recesses of the plummeting hole that is... (coughs) Excuse me. Went down a dark hole there. Need to lay off the drama rounds for a while. To be honest, when I was competing in Interp, I had the hardest time adjusting to the stresses of the round and making sure I was taking the right steps for success at a tournament. It wasn't until my last districts that I was able to find a system for me to survive a weekend of high intensity and not a lot of food. Surviving your 10-minute performance is one thing, but actually surviving the tournament and getting home to mom and dad safe and sound is even more important. We don't want to send kids home who feel like they left a piece of themselves in a science classroom hundreds of miles away. Let's break it down, survival guide style. Number one, surviving the school. The basic instinct when it comes to getting into a school for a tournament is to find home base where your team is going to be at for two days and then aimlessly prepare yourself for three or four rounds of humor, drama, or whatever flavor of interpreter you have decided to become. Now, If you're part of a program that does warm-ups, great! If not, I would highly encourage you to talk to your team about doing some. They are a great way to at least orient yourself in the space that you'll be in for two days. I know, I know, but warm-ups are cheesy! Warm-ups make us look weird! Warm-ups don't help! First of all, warm-ups are there to get your body moving and the voice warmed up. Even if you don't believe it does something, there is some science behind it. Also, newsflash people! We're a bunch of nerds in suits acting out our scripts for our own enjoyment. We already look weird, and I say that with as much love in my heart as possible. Don't be afraid of looking weird. It's the biggest piece of advice that I give all my students when they join the world of speech and debate. Tangent aside, let's talk about what you can do to help yourself survive in the school between rounds and get you ready to tackle the tournament. Tip number one. Run your piece at least once before you start your rounds. 
It is always nice to see a host of kids talking to walls and getting themselves ready for the first round. Honestly, this is the best way to get any rust that might be in your performance out before you have to do it in front of real human people. It also engages your full performance. We can run lines and scripts in our head or on the bus until nauseam. Getting up, adding your blocking, diving into your characters is the only true way you're going to get the most out of practicing before your rounds. I know, there is the common argument that people want to save their energy before rounds, which is completely fine. However, if you refuse to do your piece at least once, you are bound to head into a round less prepared than the other person who decided to run their piece out in the hall. Energy conservation does matter. Between rounds, if you're a high-intensity performer, drink water, eat a snack, get some fresh air. However, always make sure you're prepared too. Run your piece! Tip number two. Find a hiding spot. I'm not encouraging you to go into an off-limits area of the school and completely get in trouble. What I'm encouraging you to do is to find a nest that's not too populated and treat it as your zen zone. I think it's always beneficial to find a space away from everyone and reset your mind if you find yourself overwhelmed. Tournaments can get rough. Life can get rough. You need to prepare yourself and getting a little zen zone at the tournament will do just that. Tip number three, the most important, eat and hydrate. I know this tip is so incredibly basic, But this is honestly my biggest tip. If you find yourself not eating properly or not hydrating properly with actual water and not energy drinks and soda, you will shrivel. You will just become a sad houseplant that we all had at one point. You will be the sad houseplant. I will share that my last districts, what kept me through was finding my own little zen zone and hydrating. Music helped too, but... Honestly, if I didn't take proper care of my body and myself, I don't think I would have qualified for nationals. And that says a lot about how important self-care is in the world of speech and debate. Eat, drink water, find your zen zone. You're going to survive this tournament, I promise. The actual tournament site should be something we could rely on, not dread. Do everything in your power to be prepared, but also take care of yourself. To shift sides here, we're now going to talk about what we can do in order to handle the stresses of the round. Interp is a scary beast. There will be a lot of stressors in the round that could throw you off your game. Someone else's performance, general anxieties, the environment, all of these factors can contribute to you losing your focus and causing a mishap in round. Here are some tips on how to survive the round. Number one, focus on the speaker, if you can If you're facing a bout of anxiety and you think you can focus on the speaker, that is the easiest out you can take to help reorient yourself in the round. The best thing, too, is that you don't have to make direct eye contact with them. Look at their ear, look at their forehead, or anything else in the face. Pick a spot to help you calm down. Now, there are situations where you can't focus on the performance because of how intense it is. If you can't focus on the speaker, just do your best to keep your eyes towards the speaker. We don't want to seem disinterested or malicious when we're trying to calm ourselves down. Allow yourself to get lost in the performance that all these students are doing. You will always take something out of performance, and if you do, it could help relieve the bout of anxiety that you're feeling before your performance. Tip number two, focus on breathing. 
a lot of the time you'll find yourself in situations during the round where your anxiety is going through the roof and you just can't breathe and you cannot focus on anything else but how scared you are. When this happens, if you can, start taking deep breaths. Just in the nose and out the nose. If you can manage to not cause too much of a distraction, breathe out the mouth. When you find a steady pace, start counting down from 10 each time you do a breath in and out. Breath in, out, 10. Breath in, out, 9. And so on and so forth. This will help lower your heart rate and give some clarity of the mind. Then, hopefully, focus will come back. I know that feeling of anxiety in the round. That feeling where everything just gets tight in your chest and you're just so worried about how well you're going to do. And maybe there's somebody in the competition in the round that you really admire and are kind of intimidated by. Anxiety, for me at least, manifests as a bunch of noise in the head and the thoughts cannot stop. Breathing is one of the most effective tools that I have learned to help calm those jitters. If you can help calm those jitters by breathing, you're already taking leaps and bounds towards the right direction. Tip number three, when all else fails, fidget. If you have something you can tinker with, do it. Mess with it. The limitations here are don't pick at your skin and don't bite your lips. You can cause serious damage if you pick at your skin or bite your lips when you're anxious. These involuntary movements of picking at skin, biting the lips, even scratching yourself, it's a manifestation of anxiety. And I don't want to dismiss any of the feelings that you're feeling, but this is why we have fidget tools now. We have these little gadgets and gizmos to help us get that physical touch out of the way. That physical action will get some of those jitters out of you, hopefully. Don't be too distracting, but do your best to get those jitters out. The final tip here is that sometimes anxiety wins. Emotions win. Sometimes a performance is so good that it can get to you and cause some serious emotions, and that's okay. If you truly need to, take a moment outside of the round, talk to your coaches, and find ways to get all of this out. Your experience in the round and out of the round deserves to be enjoyable. Take all the time you need and take all the right steps you need to make sure that happens. We want you to have fun in this activity. This activity is not meant to hurt you. Personally, I had a rough time in speech sometimes, worrying about my performance or how good somebody else was in a round. And once I learned how to let go and focus on my own successes and battle those anxieties out of my way... I bloomed in this activity, and I hope you can do the same. Thank you for tuning in to this week's survival guide, the only survival guide that believes in the power of jazz hands. Have a good one, y'all. Thank you so much to Camp Counselor Izzy Garcia for helping us find ways to survive in the wilderness of Interp with the second episode of the Interp Survival Guide. Look for episode three next Sunday. What's next for Camp One Clap tomorrow? Well, we'll be joined by NSDA Student of the Year runner-up, Abia George, for a Counselor Campfire chat. Also, Counselor Adrian Graham will drop even more top-shelf content with Professor Graham and Kevin's ABCs of debate. Don't forget, social media challenges are live for every day of camp this August. Until tomorrow, campers. Remember that if you get all nostalgic about childhood camping trips, you're just living in past tense. For Camp One Clap, 
This is Camp Director Wiley signing off.